Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Sideline with the Cooks. I'm Erica, this is my mama. This is Valerie, and we are here smashing sports. Uh, all we have is basketball, basketball, basketball. Yeah, basketball, because okay. it's March. So happy mm-hmm. March, everyone. Which means March Madness is, has arrived. Yeah, it's around the corner. And man, the madness has already began as, you know, championship week is happening this week and over the, this past weekend. Mm-hmm. But we will get there. We will get there. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope everybody's staying safe and doing well. Um, taking all your allergy medications. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Mother Nature doesn't know what she wants to do. Does not. But I think here in Atlanta, I went out to my car yesterday, and it was that first layer of the, the green dust that 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 exists for about two months down here. So please, 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 um, take your allergy meds. I had to learn the hard way. Actually, I know somebody who this their first actual spring in Atlanta, and so last week, well, they week were before, mm-hmm, week before last, they were miserable. And trying to get on a regimen of like mm-hmm. a daily and then like a four hour and a nasal spray just because it was ooh, it was bad. So um, take that Zyrtec, that Allegra, that Claritin, whatever you prefer, because it's not fun. <laughs> no, it's not fun. And see, because Mother Nature doesn't know what she want to do, the roads here are horrible. People are tearing up their cars, literally. Mm-hmm. And I myself had to plug two tires. Mm. So I'm, I'm just, I'm really over it. And now we just had rain. It's freezing cold. And they are predicting snow this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over it. I'm so over it. I don't know what to do. Oh, but boy. I guess since it's going to be cold and snowing, I guess I'll be watching games. Yeah. Because you're not leaving the house. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Oh, well, with that being said, let's jump right into our highlights and violations. Mama, do you have a highlight this week? I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. No. Okay. That's fair. So my highlight this week is Kentucky women's basketball team um, because they won the SEC championship on the last second three. Really? Mm-hmm. It was a good game. One of the couple, one of the few games that I got to catch over the weekend. Well, I was out enjoying the weather, so I, I didn't see any games this weekend. And they were here playing here. Yeah, um, the SEC tournament always happens in that trip. I know. I know. I I. I was just out. It felt so good to be out. Mm-hmm. I understand. No coat, no hat. I mean, it just it was wonderful. But, yeah, South Carolina was ranked number one. Whatever. Kentucky, Kentucky just, took them down. Okay. If you say so. Kentucky hung in there. They fought back. They were actually down in the first half and fought back, clawed their way back. Got it to, you know, that if you can just keep it close, you got a chance. So, last 15 seconds, game was tied. Kentucky had the ball. I believe her name is Dreandra. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Dreandra Edwards. 
Knocked down a three at the top of the key with four seconds left, and that's what gave them the lead in SEC championship. So I think um, with their tournament performance, like, of course, they now have punched their ticket to the tournament because they won the conference. But I think mm-hmm. even if they hadn't won, I think because based on – because they had took out the number one, two, and three seed. So I know they beat South Carolina, and they also beat LSU – in the semifinals. I can't remember who's the three seed that, that they beat. Aww. So basically like their tournament resume probably would have got them in to okay. into the tournament anyway, even if they didn't win. But that was a fun game. Very fun game. Um glad to hear. <laughs> very fun game. Uh do you have a violation this week? Uh I have I have I have a couple. Okay. The first one is, and I guess this is more social than anything else, uh, Brittany Griner being detained in uh, Russia. Yes. Apparently this has been going on longer than we, before yeah. it became news. I'm, I'm glad I'm, you brought that up. I'm disappointed. Uh, just the current climate, environment, mm-hmm. Russia, come on. Um, but it speaks to the WNBA and that these ladies have to go overseas, overseas to play. Yes. And that's, that's really my, I guess I've never liked it. I still don't like it. We are in the 21st century. Um, they shouldn't have to play overseas to exist yes so with everything that's happening in russia and the ukraine a lot Mm -hmm. of professional athletes who are playing overseas Mm -hmm. have made their way home Mm -hmm. um unfortunately like we just found out that Brittany griner was detained by after trying to go through customs for having um some like vape materials in her in her luggage and so, of course, the NBA, the WNBA is doing their best to try to get her home. Um, mm-hmm. I think even a couple of uh, Congress folks have jumped in to those mm-hmm. efforts to get her home. Mm-hmm. And the fact that for, I think, two to three weeks prior to the news getting out is when she was detained. So, like, I hope that I hope that she's OK. And what's and to a larger extent, I hope that she won't be used as like a bargaining chip with everything that is going on outside Mm -hmm. of basketball Mm -hmm. Uh, because America really don't care about black women and more specifically black queer women so this ain't the bargaining chip that Russia thinks they have I it, it, it's just sad. It's just sad. It, like I said, it's 2021, and these ladies are having to go overseas. And, you know, traveling the world, that is a good thing. But I also have to be realistic in that. Yeah, it's just for women's basketball, it's just wild that for them to make money, they have to go play overseas as opposed to men's basketball. Their players, they go over there 
they still hone they, their skills. Yeah, they go over there. They're still making decent money, but you know they just weren't good enough to be in the NBA. Mm-hmm. So really hoping for a speedy and safe return um, for Brittany Griner, and then to a larger extent, um, when traveling internationally, do not don't don't play with breaking laws over there because they will hold you up. See, (laughs) that's one of the cons for me. I'll say it for me. Traveling abroad like that, you don't, you want to see, and I do. Yes. But you don't know. I mean, unless you do all your research, and I don't know how you could do all your research, you're not going to, just don't be stupid. And I guess drugs is just number one. Just don't be stupid. And from my understanding, it's not actual drug. There weren't actual drugs, but like a like a vape pen. So nothing in said pen, but the pen. No, no I heard there was something called hash oil. Oh, so something that here mm-hmm. isn't really considered drugs, but internationally. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so that yes. was one of my violations. Um, I guess, I guess I'm more of, uh, I guess I'm more of a fan than I thought I was. Of? What, Russell Westbrook. Oh, okay. What's your violation? Just, just the criticism. Oh, oh, people criticizing him. Uh Uh-huh. They're putting the blame on him instead of that whole damn team. Yeah, so I think. They suck. They do suck. Let's just put it out there. They do suck, but Russell's play is not helping, and that's the most glaring part, unfortunately. And and for and for many a teams, Russell has been the the scapegoat. Okay, well that that's my violation. I mean, everybody has a right to their opinion. Uh, but for me. It is a team sport, mm-hmm. and the team sucks. Yes, the Lakers do suck right now. I think overall, like... This was the alleged team, the stacked team, as I call it. You know, I like to call them what I see, it, stacked team. I know you don't like that term. Because it's every team at this point is stacked. And, and you're absolutely correct. But... I just... I Go ahead. It's just it's 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 just unwarranted. It's unnecessary. It's the team. They suck. It's yeah. not just him. It's the team. I... They have never gotten it together. Um. Yeah. And the only one. Let me put it this way: the only one who's been consistent with their play has been LeBron. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, he's not, not the team. Right, it's not enough this time. This time around, it's not enough. Um, yeah, I think it's. I think it sucks too that Russell is taking most of the blame. But honestly, I I think the front office should be taking more heat. Y'all, the one that constructed this roster. Well, and, and I hear the pundits going back and forth that nobody, you know, this was LeBron's team. 
They didn't make a move without consulting him, or he's the one that told him that it was going to be. And, I, and, and, well, then, they suck. And it's LeBron's fault. Well, if you listen to that line of causation or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then again, on that front, y'all, you all as the front office, it's your all, it's y'all's job to create a roster. Now, yes, you want your star player to be input. okay. You know, mm-hmm. you want input, but he's not. He's not the one creating this roster. You all, at the end of the day, it's y'all's job. I, I my thing is like we knew who Russell was before y'all traded for him. And I think from the very beginning, when this trade happened, everybody's question is is how is this gonna how is Russell gonna fit into this Laker on this Laker squad because of how because of how ball dominant he is. And it's not worked out and everybody's blaming Russell for it when in reality I think the front office is to blame. They are, because I mean, if if you know, I hear the pundits saying, well, Russell needs to learn how to play within the system he's at. And to a certain extent, you are absolutely correct. But uh, I always put Russell and Harden. That's very similar. And, and you know I feel that that was one of the reasons why Harden left Oklahoma in the first place. He wasn't the star. He didn't have the whatever. All I'm going to say is that it's unwarranted. Don't put all this on his shoulders. It is a team sport. And uh, and I hear what y'all saying. He's not playing as we have become accustomed to because he's not being allowed to do that. Mm-hmm. And when you get out of your rhythm, you're out of your rhythm. Yes. I don't, you know, I don't know what else to say. Yeah. I know everybody, if he play ball, he play ball. Okay. Well, he out of his rhythm, Mm -hmm. and he can't play. Mm -hmm. That don't sound good, but but the whole team can't play. They suck. The whole team can't play, except LeBron. And, you know, Melo's been mellow coming off the bench, but, you know, still coming off the bench. They suck. So I honestly, I want to let's talk to the front office, and let's talk to Anthony Davis. Like, what we need to do to figure out how to keep you healthy? Now I'm not a Lakers fan, you know that, but doggone it, they suck. They do suck. Um, that team sucks. <laughs> they they do. They're terrible. All right. Do you have any? Uh, was that just your two violations? You got one more in the chamber. Tell me why. Uh uh. Mm hmm. I will try my best. Lamar Jackson doesn't have an agent. (laughs) Okay. Because. He's choosing not, he's choosing to represent himself and his mother is helping represent himself. I also 
want to know why. I just think it's a smart move because then that's you can just focus on your sport. And that's all I'm going to say about that. If you can just be the athlete and not your own agent as well, that sounds like a better choice to me. But no, I don't know why he don't have an agent. Okay. That has set me over the edge, but anyway. I I don't understand. Okay, let's jump right into our headlines. Of the oh, week. I didn't mean to get so heavy, but we have been we were absent last week. We were. <laughs> um, so we'll just jump into our headlines of the week, and we're gonna start with March Madness because it's March. Championship week is this week for men's basketball and women's basketball. We actually had a couple, quite a few women's team punch, punch their tickets. Um. Fun fact, don't know if you knew this, Belmont, the Belmont women's basketball team was the very first team to punch, to that, punch that ticket mm-hmm, early mm-hmm. last week. And I was like, wow, the OVC starting that well, early? Well, you know what? <laughs> All I'm going to say is Belmont has always been the team. Yes. In women's basketball. Right. So I was not surprised it was Belmont. I was mm-hmm. surprised that because I want to say this happened on like Wednesday or something. Hey, it's so it, early. That's what I'm saying. It was so nice last week. <laughs> I, I mean, it was just beautiful last week. It wasn't meant to be inside last week. But anyway. But um, yeah. Of the yes. few of the few games that I were, was able to catch, um, of course, I talked about it already. Kentucky won the SEC championship. Mm-hmm. Um, NC State won their third cha- ACC championship. Are they in the ACC or is it the other? I Whatever, they- the third one in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're going to be probably one of the overall top seeds in the tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Uh, A-10 caught up on the A-10. UMass got their first A-10 championship, and this is their first time back in the tournament since, like, 1998. They They beat Dayton, so shout out to y'all. <laughs> okay, and then we also had um I did catch Iowa and Indiana game, so Iowa won the Big Ten Big Ten? Big Twelve? I Is forget it? I forget which yeah, conference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um but of course I caught I was watching that game because uh, one of my old coaches is now an assistant for Indiana, so tuned into that one. Mm-hmm. Um I think Arizona won Pac twelve conference over the weekend, so Looking forward to see how the rest of this shapes out and all the teams that don't make it. Um, I'm also looking forward to seeing South Carolina. I mean, I know the SEC. They still going to be number one in the region. Where they are, yeah. So, And I know, you know, in the grand scheme of things, what they're aiming for is a lot higher than ACC tournament S- champion. SEC. Sorry, SEC tournament champion. <laughs> So I'm looking forward to see how they bounce back from. Oh, they gonna bounce back. <laughs> how they bounce back from their, from the loss to Kentucky. And if it's not Kentucky, whoever they get, is on and popping. Right. Uh, so championship week for men's basketball, I believe that starts this week. So it'll be a lot of opportunities to watch some tournament games. Um. I did I, I I did not want to forget to mention this, but over but on Saturday, that was Coach K's last game at Cameron Indoor Stadium. And Oh, speaking of that, 
That that's my third violation. Oh, why? Oh, uh, and and it's not well. It happened in that game, but uh, the games that I did watch after the Michigan Wisconsin or mm-hmm. Minnesota game, mm-hmm. I've noticed that the teams are not lining up to shake hands. I always thought it. Uh, to be honest with you, I does not offend me that they're not doing this post game handshake thing. Okay. Like I think well, I think it was just an unne- like an unnecessary display of sportsmanship. Okay, that's what you want to see. But like, no, it's not necessary. Okay, well you, you during the during the pa- during the pandemic. Okay. okay, it was the pandemic. <laughs> we didn't care. The fans weren't there. They didn't care. I'm just saying I noticed that, and I'm not saying one. To be honest, I'm not saying one way or the other. I just noticed that outside of the pandemic, to be really honest, um, that that started to occur after that incident. And I don't know if any of the sports people have recognize it or observed it or noticed it. Yeah. I just thought I'd throw that out there. Yeah, and I don't I, I, I don't, didn't like it. I don't think it's a bad thing. Okay. I mean, let's be honest, after the game you don't really want I never really want to shake the other team's hand. Like you just do it because that's how it's, things have always been done. So like Oh, okay. It's not to do with sportsmanship. No. <laughs> okay. No. Cause like why? I mean, in reality, why would you? If you if you on the losing side, I don't want to shake these people's hands. We just lost, and then if you on the winning side, we just beat them. Can we go? Like no, you. There's no nobody looks forward to the handshake at the end of a game. Like it really is just something that's always been done. So it feels like an obligation. So if it goes away, I'm okay with it. Okay. Well, I know it came up in the game Saturday. I saw it last night. Uh, well, saw caught the tail end of it. I, I with North Carolina's coach um, Hubert. Yeah. So yeah, so Coach K's last game at Cameron Indoor. Um, they mm-hmm. did face their in-state rival UNC. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Duke, mm-hmm. Duke lost. They lost. Now, um, I enjoyed that. Well, I. Without going into what happened to me Saturday, I caught the second half mm-hmm. and the festivities afterwards. My goal was to watch from the beginning. You know, this Coach K is, I mean, he's it's Coach been, K. You know, it's been 40 years. Right, Eddie. right. Yeah. So I wanted to see all of that. But anyway, um, I thought it was a good game. Mm-hmm. I thought. And still do. Um, But your daddy pointed out to me last night that those are still, you know, young young boys molding, basically teenagers. Mm -hmm. They didn't know how to handle the environment that they were in. That moment was not for the current players on the team. That moment was, of course, for Coach K, his family, and then... Um, before the game started, like Coach K walked out to the court and basically like a bunch of former players were there mm-hmm. to greet mm-hmm. him. So that that's who that moment was for. Mm-hmm. So, you know, other than expecting the players to like show up and play hard, like I don't know what more 
you could have required from them in that situation. If that, and my point is that that was the game for any opponent. Yeah. I mean, North Carolina, come on. That's their, their, their main, their main rival rival. Mm -hmm. So, but any team would have went in there with like extra gusto to to just, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) That, that's what I'm saying. So, That got beat. That's all I'm going to say. They did. I'm not going to place the blame on anybody because your, your daddy had a good point. You know, it is what it is. Uh, it is. They did the best they could. They did the best they could. Like, they showed up and they played hard because for pretty much that entire team, Coach K has been a coach at Duke longer than they've been alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And um, I, I guess it's just the co- competitor in me. If I was athletic, I would have been trying to show off for all the former players. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, for all the celebrities that were there, allegedly there. Uh, just I, I guess I just, no, I got to, I got to show out all these people here. Mm-hmm. But that's any big time and game. And, and, that's, and that's Coach K's last game. That's my coach's last game. Home game. Yeah. It's not his last game, but right. home game. And I think I think that adds a little extra pressure to it, and I would hope that Coach K would be like, hey, I understand. We understand what this moment is, but, like, just go out there and play hard and execute. <laughs> Well, I hope that was the pregame speech. I really do. I hope that was a pregame speech because afterwards he's apologizing for the game. Right. And I think that's more so for fans that a fans would have loved to see his final game be a win. Okay. That that that's all I had to say on that. But yeah. I just I mean, I guess the one game I saw and that's what happened. One game I was looking forward to. <laughs> but, I mean, same. All of us were looking forward to that game. Mm-hmm. And I, was, I almost missed a part of it because of the, what was it, Kansas? Kansas and Texas? Kansas and somebody game winning in the overtime. And I was like, get this out of here. We don't want to watch this. <laughs> We came to watch Duke in North Carolina. We don't care about this overtime game. Well, like I said, I ain't going Anyway, okay, we can move on. I just, congratulations to Coach K for lasting at the same school for over 40 years. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. He wasn't on that carousel, that coaching carousel. Right. Okay, so we're going to shift gears and let's talk about some NBA basketball because there's about 15 to 17 games left in the season. I heard that, and I was like, that don't sound right. Well, yeah, the regular season ends like the first week of April. Okay. <laughs> and so okay. things are things are now – we've reached a point in where all these wins and losses matter, so it's going to be much more competitive. So – um, current playoff standing, 
as of Tuesday. Um, we can start with the East. Uh, so we have the Heat in first place, the 76ers in second, Bucks in third, Bulls in fourth, Celtics, followed by the Cavs, the Raptors, Hornets, Nets, and Hawks. So in this situation, the Raptors, Hornets, Nets, and Hawks would be in the play-in. The Raptors mm-hmm. would play the Hornets. The Nets would play the Hawks. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um Mm. All of these teams, well, this not going to be good. It is going to be good because the Heat, uh, they're back healthy, and they even um, last night, Monday night, Victor Oladipo made his debut after being out with that quad injury for a couple seasons now. Mm-hmm. So they're healthy and streaking. The Seventy Sixers are healthy and streaking. Um, Joel and 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 James Harden are perfect teammates. Uh, um, I have yet to see them play together, but um. the Bucks are streaking and just returning to that. My disappointment, the Bucks showing off. They're returning to that championship form. Mm -hmm. Um, The Celtics have finally figured some things out. They've been on like an eight, nine game win streak. Mm -hmm. Um, The Nets are still trending downward. Even having KD back, and he's picked up where he left off. You wouldn't have thought he's been out with an injury. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what to say. But so, that's Kevin Durant. And they're One still of my all-time favorites. And we still don't know when Ben will make an appearance. Ben Simmons will make an appearance. Um, there was hope for Brooklyn Nets fans that Kyrie would be able to play, but that got kiboshed, which – now the, the new sense, the new mayor but... the new mayor up there has said a lot of stupid things and I can't believe they elected him. But he did say one thing that was like, you know, it'd be unfair to let Kyrie have not have to follow this rule, but everybody else has to follow the rule. That's what he said. That's what they're sticking with. So as of right now, Kyrie won't be playing in home games. You know, when this all started, I'll just speak for myself. I was mad at Kyrie. And I didn't necessarily look at the bigger picture. And I understand the mandate. Mm -hmm. But it needs to... Let's just go on. Let's just go yeah, on. Yeah, because we're tired. Basically, everybody's mm-hmm. tired of the, the Nets and this ongoing saga. So we'll just see mm-hmm. what happens. Um, but, ooh, I do need to mention this for the Cavs. So the Cavs suffered another injury. Jared Allen uh, has a fractured finger. So mm-hmm. he's out indefinitely. And he was their, really their defensive anchor. So mm-hmm. hopefully that doesn't affect them too much. Okay. Going forward, because they had definitely been a, a delightful surprise for us this mm-hmm. season. Mm-hmm. And then let's go over to the West. So we have the Suns in first, followed by the Grizzlies, the Warriors, the Jazz, the Mavericks, the Nuggets, the Timberwolves, the Clippers, mm. the Lakers, and the Pelicans. So in this 
the pelicans in this scenario have jumped up in this scenario the T Wolves, Clippers, and Lakers and Pelicans will be in the play-in tournament. Mm-hmm. Now I did see the Clippers play one night. Oh, it was when they played the Lakers. Mm-hmm. And that boy showed up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the Clippers don't even have Paul George or Kawhi. Kawhi Leonard right now. Right, right. But they whipped up on them Lakers. They surely did because the Lakers suck right now. Thank you. I enjoyed watching that boy play. You know, boy. But I enjoyed watching him play. He's funny. He is funny. So, that's... His name just, his name just went out of my head. I, mine too. <laughs> oh, God. Reggie Jackson. Yes. Thank you. That was fun. Whew. That was a funny game. So, hmm. these standings might shift a bit um, between the Warriors, the Grizz, and the Jazz, because I think the Warriors' intention is to kind of, like, rest some of their stars as we get closer to the end of the season. Um, oh, here we go again, but go on. Mm. They think they all that they ain't got to play. Mm. I, you know, I should maybe I shouldn't have said rest stars because it's only mm-hmm. two stars on that team right now, being mm-hmm. Clay Thompson mm-hmm. and Steph. But mm-hmm. <laughs> they want to get healthy. Um, because at some point, I believe next week we might see Draymond Green back out on the floor. So, like, of course they're gonna try to get some chemistry things ironed out. But for the most part. They want to be healthy and rested for the playoffs. Because they're going to need all the rest they can get once they get to the playoffs. This is the grit and grind <laughs> of the season. Mm. Not know. not if you're in top three in the standings. <laughs> Y'all, Erica. At least not for the Warriors. Now for Eric. for the for the Grizzlies, yes, we need to win as many games as possible, get home court advantage, all that stuff. Okay. I'm so proud of my Grizzlies. I am too. I'm so proud of my Grizzlies. I love them. I love them to death. Very proud. I love them to death. Um, well, the way this is shaped shaped now. This is looking very, very interesting. We're going to have some very, very good games. We're going to have some upsets. Mm-hmm. I do believe that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's too early for me to say who, but there's some upsets sitting there. Oh, yeah, especially with this whole playing tournament thing, which I still... Oh, I'm not talking about the end. Oh, I'm not talking about them either. I don't think the Lakers going to make it out of this playing situation. Because <laughs> um, at the end of the day, they still got to face the Clippers. So And they um, haven't beat – they've lost to the Clippers like six times in a row now. So, so I'm just saying um, this should be very interesting. Very, very interesting. Now, what's going to mess me up is that because I will be focused on March Madness – 
I probably won't be watching any NBA basketball. Because that's what we have league pass for. Okay, we'll talk about that another day. So, MVP race. Who's your MVP point? MVP at this point in the season. It's a tie between Joel, John Morant, and um, Giannis. Okay. For me. For me, it's a tie between John Morant and the Joker. Okay. Because without the Joker being on the floor, the Nuggets are horrible. Okay. So he proves his value by just being on the floor. I just, uh, all three of mine, they're just playing ball. They, they, they're playing, they, they're themselves. Now, all three of them need some team help. Well, Ja has help because even in those games that Ja has missed due to injury, Grizzlies have still played very well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And some people will see that as a knock as far as, like, MVP voting, that mm-hmm. the Grizzlies continue to play well without him. Mm-hmm. And that may be because he hadn't played due to injury, but, I mean, mm-hmm. that may be why he doesn't get uh, MVP. But, uh, I mean, the man, he puts on the show every time he gets to flow. He does. I mean, I don't – he puts on the show. Joel – is being Joel Embiid. I I want him to be the big man in the paint. Mm-hmm. Nothing comes down in there. Jonas, mm-hmm. um, I mean, let's Giannis. give that man credit. He improved with his free throws. Number one. <laughs> Which he took my apparently he took my advice and got got on that during the off season. Um, those are my picks. I, I I wish it would be John Morant, but I don't think because he has missed some games. Well, I don't um, I don't think that'll be the reason why he doesn't. I think the reason will be that because of those handful of games that he was out. The Grizzlies still play well. So it's not like a Nuggets-Joker situation where if Nikola Jokic wasn't on the floor, the Nuggets were terrible. So, like, unfortunately, they will they will ping you in the MP, MVP mm-hmm. voting mm-hmm. if your team does well if you're not available. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's what's going to okay. – I think that's what going to cost him. Well – but you know what? Overall, that's okay with me because that means that's okay. That's that's fine. Yeah, I, the team needs to play and win, no matter who's not there. The, the star player is not there. Yes. Okay. We've all seen that with the Nets. Okay. They ain't gonna do nothing. Um, Joel. I don't know what to say. Joel is the man. Joel has been playing great, and he's been able to sustain it this entire season. Mm-hmm. And he's been healthy. He's been on the mm-hmm. floor. Mm-hmm. So I think he has a very, very good chance. But for me, my top two are the Joker and John Morant. Just because it would, I know it would be nice. 
for Ja, mm-hmm. ja Morant and a Grizzlies player to win MVP. But, like, I, I also know that he would prefer to win a championship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Bring it on home to Memphis. Right. So, things are just really... This this season has been very competitive. And so I think this down this last stretch of the regular season we're going to see a lot of good basketball. It's for teams jockeying per for position. Hmm. Um and then also there's going to be some changes. Like unfortunately with the Suns, Chris Paul is still going to be out for a few mm-hmm. more weeks. Mm-hmm. Um with the Cavs with Jared Allen being out due to injury. You know what's up with um the Suns? He he wasn't playing the other night. Oh God, what's his name? The other guy. Um, gosh, getting old is so hard. Booker, Devin Booker. Um, I'm not sure, but I think he's mm-hmm. o- I think he's okay. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think is there. So with the Bulls, um, Zach Levine. I think Zach Levine he's is back. He's back, but Alex Caruso is still kind of working his way back. Um, you know, this is, unfortunately, like injuries. Your dad is funny. What? <laughs> it was the Bucks and the guy, Allen, playing the Cavs. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know the crowd was booing him. I couldn't believe your dad. Your dad is like, this is the game they need to hurt him. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I can't believe he said that. Oh, he does not like that boy. Why? Because he, he thinks he's a dirty player overall. He thinks Jared Allen is a dirty player? No, no, no. Allen from the, the bus. Oh, Grayson Allen. Hurt, the other yeah, Allen. Who, oh, yeah, yeah. Who, who hurt, hurt Karu- uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Now, if it were to happen... I wouldn't bad an eye. I wouldn't either. But I just, I'm, I mean, your daddy didn't watch it like I do. I just know he, that that Grayson Allen guy done stood out. He been in, he been in your daddy's S list since. Do North Carolina, yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's NBA. I'm sure the next couple of weeks will be very interesting. We'll have a lot to talk about. Um, preferably not about the Lakers or Nets. I think we're all tired of both these franchises. Well, at this point. I, you know what? It's 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 a moot point. I agree. It's just an absolute moot point. I agree. Uh, it's just a moot point. Now I am surprised about them Hawks, but mm. so they've kind of they've climbed their way back into this playing situation. But mm-hmm. at this point, I don't have. Any expectations? Okay. For the Hawks. Okay. Um. I don't know. Maybe they make it. Maybe they'll try and catch a game if tickets aren't unreasonably priced. We'll see. <laughs> but so my two surprises here are the Hawks and the Pelicans. Yeah. So the Pelicans have kind of been flying under the radar, and then when they made that trade and got C.J. McCollum. He was just a good fit. Um, 
Zion's recovery uh, is is moving along. There's there hasn't mm-hmm. been a setback as far as we know of. So mm. if they're Pelicans were able to make a playoff. I think it would have to be like a very deep playoff run before we see Zion, but I don't think we're going to see him this season um, based on that setback that he had back in November, December. Mm. Mm. And then. Talking about a total disappointment. Well, you know, sometimes our bones, our bodies fail us. Okay. (laughs) And we're going to leave it at that. So that's going to wrap up this week's episode of Sideline with the Cooks. If you're looking for previous episodes, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, and Stitcher Radio. If you're looking for us on social media, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at SidelineWTCooks. Mama, do you have any words of wisdom before the people? Um, Enjoy what Mother Nature throws at you because it's going to change from day to day. It is going to change your day today. <laughs> so just enjoy it and have fun with it. Ain't ain't nothing we can do but laugh. And go get that antihistamine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like today, I got to find out what to wear because it's below 40. That's not below freezing. You said it was below freezing. Well, it was this morning. It was below 32 this morning. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, you all. We'll be back next week. Take it easy. Stay safe. Peace. Love and soul. We'll be.